You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The car feature. In our car feature today, we get to tell you about the James Hall Museum of Transport that is in Johannesburg. It is the largest and most comprehensive museum of land transport in South Africa. It was established by the late Jimmy Hall together with the city of Johannesburg in February of 1964. So you can give us a call with any of your questions or comments. 011-883-0702. Your SMS is 31702. Your tweets at M at Radio 702 using the hashtag 702 afternoons and the WhatsApp line 0727021702 and maybe you're somebody that is sitting with a piece of history in your garage please do share with us especially if you know the information and the details i don't think this conversation is just for car enthusiasts and then later on we'll talk about the event that they have coming up on the 28th of may welcome to the show thank you so much for joining us Hi, thank you so much for having me. Now, I have to be honest with you, Sang. Up until my producer came to talk to me about what we'd be doing on the car feature, I had never actually ever heard of the James Hall Museum of Transport. So let's kick off, you know, you being the chief curator, sharing with us what it is all about and your understanding of how it came about. Okay, so the James Hall Museum of Transport um, is actually ha- actually has a wide collection. Uh, it documents the history of land transport in Johannesburg dating back to the 1700s. So as a visitor walking through the museum, one gets to go on a sort of time travel experience on a journey of the road and transport infrastructure uh, back as far back as the 1700s in Johannesburg. So you get to see that actually we used to have trams running through the city. Uh, We used to have trolley buses, electrically powered buses that used to actually operate on electrical lines, very much like trains do. And it's actually quite thrilling and uh, amazing to think that as far back as you know, the 1700s, we had such infrastructure, and that's how transport operated in the city. So a visit to the Gentile Museum actually takes you on a journey of, you know, how things used to be in terms of movement in the city, meandering, um, you know, through the city. And outside of our a public transport collection, we also have uh, a beautiful collection of vintage cars, we have steam locomotives, we've got fire engines, even bicycles uh, and very valuable antique bicycles and motorbikes. So the James Hall Museum in itself is an archive of all kinds of land transport that used to operate in the city of Joburg from that time up to now, because we even have... Um, the very first electric car that was man- designed and manufactured in South Africa. So you get a sense of, you know, like I said, a time travel experiential kind of moment 
through a visit to the museum. And it sounds absolutely fascinating um, getting an opportunity to go and experience all of that. But I'm very curious and I hope you can indulge me for a moment. But what did it take for yourself as a young black woman to be the curator (laughs) of such a museum? And on top of that, you know, were you always fascinated with motor vehicles? Yes, I think my love for cars actually um, it goes as far back as just you know being a little girl and just shadowing my dad really. So because my dad really loves cars and he knows a lot about cars and he you know he's a car enthusiast. So I would ask him a lot of questions, you know, not just about you know the physical appearance or the make of the car, but even about the engines and how things work. So I learned a lot of that from him, and I grew up kind of being uh, very aware or conscious of, of car brands and models and, and engines and how things operate. But um, beyond that, I think working in a museum such as, you know, the Transport Museum as a young black woman, I think for me, uh, the passion is really about you know, breaking down the idea of heritage and culture within museums, breaking down those big walls of heritage and um, allowing young people, you know, a space within history, a space within culture and heritage. So through these programs that um, I'm curating at the museum, it's really a way to attract more young people into museum and above that to actually encourage a museum going culture amongst young people and also amongst our local communities so for me to be in a museum space curating um especially at a transport museum is my i think my passion really is to deconstruct museums and heritage and break down the idea that culture is stuck in the past mm. and, and history is stuck in the past. So through these events, such as, uh, you know, festivals and um, all these contemporary museum programs, we are able to encourage a museum going culture, but also make the space more meaningful and relevant to, to young people today. So, yes, I do love cars, but also I have a passion for uh, making museums more accessible through these exciting programs. So we, we've touched a little bit on the kind of vehicles that can be found there. And I'm wondering about the collection of memorabilia artifacts, the special interest vehicles as well. Maybe you can share with us what are some of those unexpected gems that one would find there? Yeah, I think one would uh, really uh, look forward to uh, the Rolls-Royce. So we have a Rolls-Royce in the museum that was gifted to one of the mayors uh, of Johannesburg, which he drove, I think, from the 1950s all the way into the 1970s. So this Rolls-Royce actually was imported from the UK and it was a gift from them to uh, the mayor, the then mayor of South Africa. So we've got that Rolls-Royce in our collection and it's quite a gem. Uh, A lot of people are are drawn to it. And we also have, you know, vehicles like your Austin Healey, a very trendy, you know, um, sports car and the Alfa Romeo Spider. I think it's a 1932. Is it a 1932? Okay, I might be mistaken. I have to tell my dad he's a massive, massive fan 
of of Alfa Romeo and drove it for years. Yeah, so you telling me yeah, that <laughs> is so exciting. Five six, delicious Smith. We've got Dodges. We've got uh, vintage uh, Mercedes Benz. So there's quite a variety of vehicles that, that we have. Okay, so now let's quickly touch on, um, you know, the event that is coming up. What was the purpose? And I think you've touched on it just talking about, you know, celebrating the history aspect. Um, what else can people expect if they head over on the 28th of May? Okay, so I just uh, talked about the museum collection. So now on the 28th uh, of May, we've got an event called the Creative Native Vintage Motor Show and Picnic. And we have invited the public. So we've cast the net a bit wider to say, yes, we've got a collection of vehicles, but let's allow the public to come and showcase their own private collections, cars, and even the general public, people who love cars, love museums, let's invite them uh, to bring their own vintage cars uh, to a curated um, car show. So what will be happening is we've got, we're expecting the classic Italian auto owners. It's a beautiful car club of Italian cars. We've got the Vesperados coming through. That's uh, a motorbike, the scooters, the Vespa scooters. So we've got a club who own uh, these Vespas. So they're also coming through to showcase, you know, all different kinds of uh, these bikes that they have. We've got individuals who are just coming through with their vintage cars who are also going to be part of this outdoor show. So our visitors will expect to... And, you know, have an opportunity to, to enjoy this curated exhibition of vintage cars, but there'll also be food trucks. There will be a market, you know, food and craft vendors. Um, there will be a picnic set up. You know, you'll be able to buy your food, go sit uh, and enjoy uh, the, the, the live entertainment, the live band and the DJs in the picnic set up. We'll also be offering bus rides, bus rides on the iconic 1952 London bus. So just to experience um, the city on a on a on an old vintage bus like that. So there's quite a lot of things that will be happening on the day outside of the guided museum tour. All right, we're gonna uh, uh, get more in detail in terms of the James Hall Museum of Transport, but also the event that they're hosting. I'd like to invite all of you though to come engage with us. Maybe you have a special interest in vintage vehicles, or you have some bit of information about the history of vehicles in our country um, that you'd like to share with us, a gem of a story that was passed on to you that maybe nobody even knows. 11 SMS 31702, tweet at M at Radio 702 using the hashtag 702 Afternoons and the WhatsApp line 072 702 1702. 702. The car feature. In our car feature today, we're talking the James Hall Museum of Transport in Johannesburg, the largest and most comprehensive museum of land transport in South Africa. Now, they will be hosting an event on the 28th of May. Right now, we're in conversation with the chief curator of the James Hall Museum of Transport, Khaisang Satehe. Give us a call on 11 Send an SMS 31702. Tweet 
at Relebukhile M at Radio 702 using the hashtag 702 Afternoons and the WhatsApp line 0727021702. And maybe you have a memory to share with a vintage or antique car. You have a special passion for cars such as these and you can share with us your stories of maybe having even been to the museum. So Khai Sang, I mean, one of the things that uh, um, drew an interest to me just looking at the collection that you have at the museum are the animal drawn vehicles maybe share yes. with us um the animal drawn vehicles and the history around that uh, i'm assuming we're talking horse drawn carriages <laughs> that's what i have yeah. in my mind or you know having your donkey there <laughs> that is uh pulling your transport for you yes uh so in terms of our animal drawn vehicles we've got um you know, wagons that actually used to be used for, you know, today we've got Uber Eats that comes to our house yes. to deliver our food. So uh, in the era, they were actually delivery vehicles, but they were animal-drawn wagons that would come and deliver your milk, your bread. Your really? Bread. So we've got, yeah, yeah. So we have delivery vehicles that are animal-drawn. We have public transport, so carriages that were used as taxis. You know, um, we have also the first animal drawn wagon that uh, was actually owned and driven by the first medical doctor in Johannesburg, in the city of Johannesburg. So she was a, a very wealthy woman. Uh, also, by just by looking at the carriage itself, you can see that this was um, not just a normal wagon, and that was the first woman. Uh, to drive that wagon was a medical doctor here in South Africa. So we also have farming vehicles that were animal-drawn. So there's quite a variety. So in as much as we have trucks today, we've got delivery vans, we've got your, you know, sedans and coupes. We also have all of that, but in the form of, you know, uh, animal-drawn vehicles. So all of that, everything that we have today, they used to have but it just operated in a different mode. What is your understanding as to what happened? Um, you know, because you mentioned that there were uh, electrical vehicles, almost like the tram system. What happened mm. that we no longer are there? Yeah, you know, I ask myself that question, you know, a lot because I feel that the technology um, that was implemented and used back then it's actually of a very high standard and that we actually shouldn't have gotten rid of that because a lot of countries in Europe still have trams, you know, yes. they still have these trolley, and they still have these trolley buses. They haven't gotten rid of that. So in a way, I, I also have a sense of nostalgia for mm. that and I really do wish that we actually maintain. So I think perhaps it was an issue of maintenance, maintaining, you know, the infrastructure, maintaining the vehicles, it probably costs a lot of money. And we just move forward with the modern technology uh, and just modernizing things a bit. But I think in modernizing, we lost quite a lot because, you know, trams and these electrically powered buses are still operating in other countries and they add on to the public transport infrastructure. And because we have a lot of issues around, or challenges rather, around public transport in South Africa, I think that would have really 
you know, mitigated some of uh, those issues, you know, mm. by having more forms of transport in the country. So one really does get nostalgic and longs for, uh, you know, you know, some of these beautiful and very convenient you know, Khaisang, what you was what you were supposed to say is load shedding happened, and we somebody had the high, the foresight that guys, it won't work with electricity. Now we received a voice note. Um, let's hear what one of you had to say. I've been going to the James Hall Transport Museum since standard five, grade seven, and I just fell in love with it, and it basically gave me a love to restore old motor vehicles. Uh, I've had a Capri, a Fairlane, a Dodge P100, a Pontiac Le Mans Sports Coupe. I'm currently busy with a 68 Beetle. The museum is marvelous, and I wish more people knew about it and more people would visit it. Um, one of the things that appealed to me the most was all the old like rail coaches, and I think the last one was used in Johannesburg in 1965. There's also... Jumping now off topic to the Africa Museum, there's the last, uh, the last known post post office carriage that is uh, there on display. But the fire department section is awesome. The trams, the bus, the book library bus is awesome. The double decker London buses. Uh, many of you will remember the Joburg Christmas bus that's standing there uh, underneath uh, the outside display. It's really, really a marvel. And as you speak to the curator, uh, there's no admission fee. They work on donations. Um, there's picnic facilities. There's place to sit and eat lunch. There's postcards to be bought. And it definitely gives you a perspective of how far transport has come and in the direction that we're headed in. Thank you, by the way, for the call. That sounds like an amazing ambassador uh, for the work that you're doing, Khai Sang. Um, obviously, yes, like, you should be hired. <laughs> yes. So the Creative Native Vintage Car Show and Picnic is taking place on the 28th of May, 2022, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The venue is the James Hall Museum of Transport. It is in La Rochelle in Johannesburg. And you can get your tickets at haula.co.za forward slash creative native. Khai Sang, thank you so, so much. If I do have the gap yeah. in between the busyness of life, I'm going to be seeing you there Please to check out me. the vintage cars and get to enjoy the picnic. Yeah. Thank you so, so much, Hai Sang Satekhe, Chief Curator of the James Hall Museum of Transport.